Hey guys, get your cheese wheels and beers. This is the Door Guys podcast. Door Guys Podcast, episode 13. I'm Scott, and with me today, we got some special ghost guest host. Uh, go ahead and say who's with us. What up? It's Billy. Hello, it's Daryl. All right. We got Billy and Daryl with us today, and we've got one other guest host. Uh, he did test positive for the Rona, so coming live from his living room. Scanning for Mexicans. Ah, we've got a Mexican. We have Andres. <laughs> oh, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> I set that up, and I was so upset when you told me that you weren't going to be able to do it with us, and I don't know why I didn't think about the fact that I could just call you, and uh, you could still do it. I made this that sound drop specifically for you, buddy. Oh, thanks. Also, thanks for putting my business out there. Yeah, I got the Rona. Whatever. <laughs> How you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, like some mild symptoms but for the most part i'm good yeah that's good also uh some little thing because i have the rona i also injected myself with lyme disease because you need lyme with the uh, corona so oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> all right spicy <laughs> you're lucky you're lucky i don't have my uh sad trombone loaded up right now or you would have got that <laughs> oh, <thank you>. yeah <laughs> yeah give me that sad trombone so, uh, how did you, what, what made you go get tested? What made you think that you might have it? Um, well, on Monday, uh, the guy at work, uh, was there Monday and then he wasn't there the rest of the week and they kind of pulled me aside like, Hey, he was exposed and he didn't find out until Monday night. So he hasn't been in here. Have you been in contact? I'm like, I might've talked to the guy for like a total of two minutes on Monday. We were six feet apart, had our mask on, like we were safe about it. And then. Just for a peace of mind, I found out Wednesday, hey, he actually tested positive. So peace of mind, I'm like, well, I better go get tested just just to make sure. And yesterday afternoon, got my results, and I am positive. So is that a confirmation? I was going to say, is that a confirmation that uh, it is sexually transmitted? (laughs) Uh, No, like I didn't blow the guy surprisingly, so no. What about (laughs) his dog? It might have been a dog, actually. Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> well uh we're glad you're in good spirits at least and not dealing with like crazy symptoms uh we had this whole i had this whole show planned around you being here uh one thing we we want to talk about is uh the cancellation of davis because uh yes you know all His of these hate crimes. hate crimes he's been spewing and uh so how does that how does that make you feel um kind of good Kind of, kind of like when I kill Mexicans. It's kind of good. It's kind of like when I kill Mexicans on Call of Duty. I'm like, I feel good. I don't know why, but I just feel good about it. So, so it's okay for you to kill him and feel good, but not him. Well, I'm brown, so it's okay. Oh, okay. I mean, white people suck too. But I mean, I Davis is white. He's from the South, Alabama. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> Uh, well, that is one bonus to you getting sick is you'll have lots of, uh, lots of time to play video games now. Oh, tons. Yeah. And we're interrupting. Watch, watch, uh, old school movies. Oh, dude. Netflix is like on fire right now. They got some good shit on there right now. Even Amazon Prime. Like I was watching Porky's, 
uh, yesterday. Class and also, Forties? there is no old school Forties. Like, also, there's no way that movie would ever get made today. Like, it would get canceled immediately, like Davis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because that was when you could say weird shit and get away with it. I mean... Dude, in the first five minutes, like, we dropped the N-word. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said something about Mexicans. Like, it's no way in hell that would get me. It's like uh, it's like the whole cancel culture. I think Davis talked about it in one of our earlier episodes about... Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah <laughs> canceling, yeah. Uh, you know, male masculinity. Like, he had a rant about it. And so, uh, we, I have, like, a little clip of, uh, of something from that as well. So, this is my take on it as well. Yeah, how does that make you feel? <laughs> winners out. Boys. I like it. Winners out. Winners out. Uh, My winners out right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know that ours aren't, so uh, yeah, touche. Send pictures. <laughs> Send pictures or it didn't happen. Pictures or it didn't happen. Very true. Um, so hey. how how was everybody's uh, Thanksgiving? Because we didn't obviously get to come together like we wanted mm-hmm. to. We did a little bit different this year. It was pretty good. I mean, I smoked a 20-pound turkey from Just Good Meat. I'm sporting their hoodie right now. I see that. They're fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Their slogan is, you can't beat our meat. <laughs> <laughs> and that turkey did look bomb. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went a little heavy on the Cajun, so the skin peeled a little bit, but the flavor was on point. I got good. some of the turkey soup that his mom made out of it, and it was real bomb. I bet it was. We made a shit ton of food here for three people. It was pretty awesome. It was a good day. Hell, yeah. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I... uh Went to Davis's house after we recorded the Thanksgiving episode. We stayed up until about 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, got up, had ham and eggs for breakfast. I slept until like seven, six in the afternoon, and then we ate. <laughs> I mean, it was fucking awesome. It was like the best Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Like, didn't have to do anything, go anywhere. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. So how about you, nice Andres? Play with you and Davis, huh? Um, yeah, uh, went over to my parents. Ate non-traditional food and came home. I didn't. I mean, I didn't do shit. Really, don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So, well, why is that? I. <laughs> I'm Davis was a part of the Mexican. <laughs> well, that's what we were. That's what I was curious. You know, I mean, is it? Hey, uh, are you, are we starting this again? Huh? You want to go ahead, bro? No, 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 you, no, no. You mean? Are we going at I'm, it? Listen, right. I I am waving the proverbial white flag in our on our beef. I, I think you <laughs> yeah, have, you would wave a white flag. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got uh you've got beef to settle with Davis now. I mean, there's no beef. He's gone, guys. I mean, it's over. <laughs> he's he's been canceled. Um, he's made many remarks over these thirteen episodes, and uh, some things against you know saying the R word. People wouldn't mental uh handicaps uh people of brown skin uh i also heard a rumor that the scat boys might have uh started a petition to get them canceled because he's getting too close to what we do <laughs> oh <laughs> you used we so you are a member <laughs> there's uh, did i say that i mean yeah. they do Ooh. yeah that was, no they, they that was that Ferudian slip. They, 
Oh, weird. Are you the one that led this yeah. whole charge of canceling Davis? Because that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Sounds like brown I mean, power. Sounds, yeah. Brown power <laughs> and poop power. Yeah, yeah boys, don't fuck with them. <laughs> we don't take no shit. We leave it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so uh, I also wanted to bring up a fact that uh, we talked about Game of Thrones, and Andres has never watched Game of Thrones. He said that we lost him on that episode. And if you you've watched Game of Thrones, you you recognize that intro music anywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's iconic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I've got another little sound uh, to play from South Park <laughs> about Game of Thrones. And it, it, in, it's why Andres will want to watch the show. Wiener next to another wiener. So, I mean, doesn't this make you want to watch it, Andres? You know what? I'm glad I got Corona. I got a couple days and not do anything. I'm about to just uh, binge watch Game of Thrones. Do it. I mean, do it. I've been, I actually, <laughs> when I was making these little fucking bullshit sound clips because I had nothing else to do, uh, I started rewatching Game of Thrones and I'm on the second season right now because it's such a good show. It's and so not good. for the uh, wieners. There are also lots of boobs in it. <laughs> okay. Several boobs. Several. Several. I was uh, really late catching on to that show. It was on the sixth season and the uh, seventh season was about to premiere. So I watched all of the previous seasons in about a week. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. You got to binge it. I've worth it. Now that I'm working from home, obviously I've been binging shows. I just binged. Uh, I've been Eastbound and Down, uh, Vice Principals. I need to watch both of those again. Yeah, Vice Principals. Dude, that is one of that has to be one of my favorite. That is along with Eastbound and Down. One of my who's favorite in that? Series. I don't think I've seen that at all. It's uh, Dana McBride and Walton Goggins. Yeah. In Vice Principals? Yeah. In Vice Principals, okay. it's an HBO series. I mean, Danny McBride, I'm sold. And, Same uh, shenanigans, but in a school now. Okay, yeah. yeah. Perfect. And the whole, they, they, they're they retiring principal. They're going for the principal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the retiring principal is Bill Murray. He has, <laughs> yeah. like, a very quick little cameo in the beginning. And uh, they bring in, instead of giving it to one of them, they bring in this other principal to run the school. And so the, the series starts, the first episode is them trying to get rid of her. Yeah. And okay. the shit they do to get rid of her. They hate each other, but then they become friends trying to get rid of her. It's it's great. It's, I can dig. It, yeah. It's like anything with Danny McBride. It's a lot of real quirky, like, one-liners and shit like that that you'll see or that you'll hear in, like, just the funny situations that they get into. It's, nice. yeah. it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then the second season is uh, at the end of the first, he, something happens to him, and then at the second season is him trying to figure out what happened. You know, so, yeah. I don't want to give it that too. It, so, yeah, that's another that's good nice one. I think you guys have seen the whole first season of Vice Principals. I know for sure I've seen like the first three episodes. Oh, I don't know why. Fell it, out of it. It's so good. Like once you get towards the end of that first season, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I definitely love Ethan and Down though. That shit is funniest. Oh, so dude, good. that that's one of those things like I never watched the last season. I don't know why. I just didn't want it to end, so I just stopped watching it. <laughs> and uh I saw a couple and it wasn't 
when I finally right. when I finally watched the end of it, the very last episode where he tells his life story and his friend Stevie's actually retarded in it <laughs> made me laugh so hard because he, he they hired a, a guy who was retarded to play his best friend in it. It was great. Beautiful. <laughs> Talk about hiring diversity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was definitely a diversity hire. Catch up, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on now. Um, and then I haven't watched his new show that uh, Gemstones. What is it? Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. I haven't no, seen it either. I've it's on heard my list. that it's pretty good, and I mean, it's, got, it's also got John Goodman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. And yeah. Adam Devine's yeah. in it, and I just, <laughs> I just watch a thing. He was on uh, whose podcast? He just did Bert's podcast. Yeah, and that was actually, you know, I'm I love Bert, but his podcast isn't one that I can watch all the time. Yeah. Like, I pick and choose which ones I watch based on who he has on. I want to shout out that because I was just watching. uh, He had Corey Taylor on from Slipknot. And they talked about Ranch Bowl. Yeah, the Ranch Bowl. And Corey Taylor, mad props to him. He calls out 311 for not repping Omaha for like 10 years of their career because they're fucking from here. Yeah. It felt good to watch that. I was actually going to bring that up after that because he had Corey. I just watched it this morning. He had Corey Taylor on and uh, he talked about. Uh, how they would do the ranch. He would come to the ranch bowl to watch 311 when That's he was so younger. Awesome. It's so crazy. You know, and That's just cool. think about that. He's from Waterloo, Iowa, lived in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, his story's nuts, but that was another super good interview. Oh, yeah. But fuck yeah. Austin Anderson, local comedian, He uh, he's making a documentary on the ranch bowl. He's been working on it for the last couple of years, but yeah, it That's should be awesome. really good. Yeah. Dude, the ranch bowl is where I saw my first metal show, thanks to Daisy. Nice. It was a bunch of bands that were touring with uh, Ozfest that year, like Devil Driver, Otep, which Otep was the first death metal band that I heard that had a female lead singer. That was that was wild. Oh yeah, I was like twelve or thirteen at the time. Yeah, I never got to go to the Ranch Bowl. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was gone. But by the time I moved out here, yeah, isn't it over? Oh wait, where are you from? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, wasn't it over by where they built that Walmart on 72nd? Yep. It was yeah. it, where that Walmart is, is where the ranch bowl was. I think I remember right the there. building, like when I first moved to Omaha, but I, it was, it was already closed. I think maybe, or probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I never got to experience it, but I know a lot of people, like everybody I know has some kind of ranch bowl story. Yeah. Like seeing some kind of show there or, you know, like when I first moved here, uh, I was friends with, uh, I'm still friends with him, but one of my buddies was really good friends with Anchando, and I guess they used to perform at uh, SoCal Auditorium. They're just a local band. Yeah. And uh, they would talk about ran- going to Ranch Bowl when they were younger and seeing shows. And so I'd hear all these people talk about it, but unfortunately I missed out. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That sucks. Um, And we got some, like, goofy news stories to talk about. We don't really have, uh, like, a lot for this show today. Um, but we're just going to kind of bullshit. So I wanted to bring this up and see how you guys feel about this. So in Hungary, uh, a very hostile to LGBT rights guy had to quit, uh, after he got caught in a gay sex orgy with 25 (laughs) other men. And it was only because they violated the COVID rules that they get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But 25, 25, 25. I mean, that's like a gay train. (laughs) Aren't you supposed to have an even number? Well, it depends. Are they doing the 
There's uh, just one the guy watching. Together. Yeah, one guy watching. Does <laughs> there always have in to the be corner? the one guy watching in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> they just, you know, I guess they all just dock together and link up and just, oh, yeah. Human centipede it up. Human centipede. <laughs> uh, that's the only only thing that I can think of why there would be a, a an extra guy. But. Well, I mean, look at that beard, though. Dude. It looks fake. It does. It's like, he. You can't see the picture, but this guy's beard is so jet black that it doesn't look real. No way. Must I mean, be Rogaine for I mean, me. Only one guy gets a fluffer for everybody. What? You get the one guy that's just fluffing for everybody and getting him ready. He's the fluffer. He's the fluffer. <laughs> yeah, that's... His beard's the flavor saver. <laughs> that's oh. a, that, uh, <laughs> why? The dream catcher. Ask them why, not me. <laughs> Did you say the dream catcher? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh. I like that. that. That's a good one. Um, here's one. Oh, oh, this, Andres, you're in trouble, buddy. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you caught the Rona, and according to health officials now, they're saying they long-time erectile dysfunction may be a lasting result of the Rona. Ha, joke's on you. My deck was already broken before this. <laughs> <laughs> so oh that's God. just one that I happened to see, and I, I decided to <laughs> bring up real quick. Uh, unfortunately, it's a good one on the fly. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, here's another great story that I found. Uh, Canadian officials warn drivers not to let moose lick their cars. What? Tell your car not to dress what that way. Fuck? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was asking for the it. The car warranted. Yeah. So I guess in an alpine town in Alberta, they've had to put up signs asking motorists not to allow the moose to lick the salt off the cars. Okay. And Shoot. so it's like deer. Any anyone who's salt ever lake, hunted yeah. deer, you put salt licks that out. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's getting to the point where they're like on the sides of the road. Trying to lick cars as they're like driving by. They're trying to ambush the cars yeah. to lick them. <laughs> so uh, they're asking people not to let them do that because obviously, if you hit a moose, you're pretty much fucked. Absolutely, cars totaled. Yeah. yeah, that's you're hitting an 800 pound fucking deer. Basically, it's yeah. destroying your Dude, car. They get bigger than that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. they, they get like huge. up to 1200. Yeah, like, I, it's like hitting another car. Yeah, it's literally yeah. like hitting another car with four legs. But they have big signs out that say, do not let moose lick your car. That's such a Canadian thing to say. Like, oh, sorry, bud. <laughs> Can't lick the car today, bud. Sorry. I'm not your buddy, pal. There's probably another slide not on that pal, traffic friend. thing that says, sorry. Do not yeah. let, let moose lick your car. Sorry. They have issue an apology to the moose. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Andres, being the uh, person of color on the rate or on the uh, phone today, uh, how do you feel yeah. about Adolf Hitler? Um, he didn't personally hate me, but I know he wasn't a good guy. So fuck him. <laughs> so, would you ever name a child after him? Um, probably not. Probably. Probably not. That's not a definite no. It sounded like a hard maybe. <laughs> I mean, do I want to be a dick and be like, ah, oh, hey, fuck your life? Yeah. Uh, Andre sounds probably on the fence. Oh. It's okay. I'm, I'm a quarter Mexican. I'm a quarter brown. We're cool. <laughs> well, 
right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll allow it this time. In Namibia, a politician who's named after Adolf Hitler won an election by 85% of the vote, but he wanted to make sure everyone knows his name does not mean he's striving for world domination. That sounds exactly like something Adolf Hitler would say. Exactly. Yeah, I don't trust him. Exactly like something he would say. Uh, I guess that the southwestern African country of where Namibia is was a former colony of Germany and shares many street names and family names with the European nation. He said, my father named me after this man. He probably didn't understand what Adolf Hitler stood for. How do you, I mean, oh, I don't know. Care. how do you oh, not know what he stood for? He for sure knew. He 100% This knew. is all planned. It's like another Argentina. He said, as a child, exactly. It's like another Argentina. <laughs> that Nazi wild. hunter show is fucking yeah, awesome. Dude. But uh, going to some fucking conspiracies. <laughs> it's so deep. It is super deep. <laughs> not like Oak Island. That's all bullshit. But nah. yeah. The the, the <laughs> I, I hate that show. I don't know why every time I think of Oak Island, it makes me mad. Um, as a child, I saw it as a totally normal name. Only as a teenager did I understand that this man wanted to conquer the whole world. You should clarify that that's a quote that you were reading and not your words. <laughs> um, <laughs> was it? <laughs> I don't know. Your eyes are looking pretty blue over there. <laughs> They're gray, thank you. Oh. <laughs> but my hair is oh, okay. not blonde. My hair is not blonde. I, I didn't get the genetic supremacy that <laughs> my family hoped for. Um, but the guy said he's not trying to conquer anybody or strive for world domination. I just thought it was yeah. funny because, like, the picture, he's a black guy whose name is Adolf Hitler, and it just makes me what laugh. What the shit? Yep. Yeah. So, obviously, his Supposedly, dad, he's a nice guy. Yeah. But, you know, you can just pay people. You're fucking Adolf Hitler. No, I see right through him. I see. It's not like too. he's gonna Jew him. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hard gay, bro. Hard gay. <laughs> uh, here's another awesome story that I found. Just kind of perusing the internet. Uh, they opened up a tickle bar in Dallas, and if you saddle up, yeah. If you're trying to imagine what that is, it's exactly what you're imagining. <laughs> so how does that not? Break COVID rules. I don't know. It like, says despite you know, <laughs> despite some people's perceptions that uh, volunteer. What is that? I don't even know what that word's supposed to be. Uh, volunteerism is just another way for rich Americans to God. Another one where the ad pops up. Stroke their God complexes. I guess it's really fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. It's just really fucking weird. <laughs> Why would you pay to go be uncomfortable and have people touch you? I don't want people to touch me. I don't know. They might have a tickler on a stick. Mm, That'd no. be my guess for the loophole around COVID. I also don't want it says that. Says you yeah. make an appointment. You have to make an appointment. You have to you have to book an appointment to be seen. It says uh, you'll be greeted by the door by a mask technician, and as long as they are also wearing a mask. Wait, they're yes. technicians. Like what qualifications? Yeah, and you're a tickle a tickle technician. What kind of tech school is this? Yeah, is that a two year program? I don't know. We should look it up. We'll look that up afterwards. <laughs> But I guess there not is that I'm intrigued. Special training do you have to get to be a tickle tech? I don't, dude. I, I laughs per minute. Laughs per minute. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they have a no mask, no service business, so you have to wear a mask, which I guess is good. But then they take you to an area where they serve you cookies and a glass of rosé. So obviously you have to take your mask what off for fuck? that. What a weird pairing. Yeah. That's what I thought. From there, you'll be taken into one of the five tickle tents. That's oh. 
What the fuck? <laughs> it's a Moroccan-style tent adorned with fairy lights where you'll be given the option to take your shirt off as well as close the tent for privacy. So this kind of makes me think of, like, the strip clubs that have private rooms where oh, you can yeah. pay a little bit extra <laughs> to go to the private room. Where the rules are dictated by how much you're paying. Yeah, exactly. So are you not allowed to tickle back? Don't touch. The no, you can tickle their back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently if you drop by, you can get yourself a free T-shirt. Uh <laughs> But it's went, all tickling. I they went used, to the tickle tent, and all I got was this free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it just says uh, they do hair play sessions as well, where what? they'll just rub your head. No. That, Look, that feels good, but no. This is, sounds like how you accidentally get into an orgy. It's uh, Yeah, That exactly. might be what happened to that other guy. He just walked into this like, I just wanted to get tickled. His first, yeah. time, his first time visiting <laughs> Texas. <laughs> They didn't even give me a shirt. I just lost my job. I thought I was going to a bar. What the fuck is this? Uh, somebody, oh, God. And then the person who opened it said, if I build it, will they come? Oh, really? Come you on. know what you did there. You know you did that on purpose. I wonder Cheap what shot. the Google reviews are. of That was place. a low blow. Yeah, it might five be. stars across the board. <laughs> well, it opened up on... They're doing a socially distanced tickled pink event, uh, which was yesterday at 3.30. Sorry I was late to work, guys. <laughs> where that's where you got at? your it was that it's down in Dallas. Oh. Uh, and that's where you get your that's where you could get your free t shirt and a pink feather boa in some insta worthy photos with shirtless guys in feather wings. So Texas is getting all of the comedians from California, so they're be- trying to become California, yeah, that's weird what, hipster shit. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, with the uh, people, the tickle. Oh, God, that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that picture was a little much. That lady, a little weird looking. Um, but then what else did I have? You say it was a guy that started that business. It was a lady. Oh, surprisingly, she's lonely. Oh, and I don't have the story here, but uh, I read one, and I think it's been shared pretty much all over the place about. Uh, a guy in what was it the Philippines or I think I said it was in the Philippines. Yeah, he right. bought a PS5 and convinced his wife that it was an air filter, like air purifier. And when she realized it wasn't because she's not dumb, yeah. she made him sell it. <laughs> so yeah, I feel bad here and for put that in guy. like four hours a day. That's how the air gets pure. Why is like, it hooked up on. to the TV? Yeah, <laughs> how it works, stupid. Well, and think about how hard they are to get. Like. He probably waited in line somewhere. Like he was all excited, but uh, from what I read in the story, it turns out the guy was like a middle-aged man, and like he sold it to a younger guy, and the younger guy asked him why he was selling it, like as hard as they are to come across, right? Yeah. And he told him, and the younger guy was like, "Man, I felt really bad for him, but I wasn't gonna not buy it from him for sure." <laughs> yeah. His well, wife yeah. was with him. Well, I mean, it could have also been a Chinese knockoff. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Who knows? This is uh, this is definitely an air purifier. Yeah. But, yeah, those were like a couple of stories that I had that I had kind of looked up. Like, do you remember when the – I think it was the 360 or maybe it was the Xbox One. When that came out, someone sold, I think, like five or six copies, like just a photo of an Xbox and was selling it for the price of the Xbox. Wasn't and it on eBay or something like yeah, that? Yeah, a bunch of people bought them. That's and he just genius. mailed them pictures, and it was like, you should have <laughs> read the description. It said a picture of. And it was, yeah. 
I remember people were doing that with the boxes too. They would take the the Xbox One or a 360 or whatever. Yeah. They'd take the box, they'd post it up, be like, "This is just the box for sale," and it would bids would have it up at like five hundred dollars, and yeah. people would buy an empty box. All right, that just reminded me. Uh, so one year for Christmas, my nephew Christopher Daisy's kid, he wanted an Xbox One, and so we were like, we all pulled in. We we made sure he was going to get it, but I still had my old Xbox 360 Elite box, <laughs> and so I put it in there. <laughs> And the kid was just so nice about it. He was so grateful. He's like, "Thank you so much," and like he really enjoyed it. But it was like, "Oh, dude, he didn't he's even too care. nice. He didn't even yeah, care. He was just like, so grateful. You know what? Like, I what got a good a system. kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he would. That's that's a good kid. Yeah. Me, I'd uh, have thrown a fucking fit. I mean, like, what same. the fuck is this? Like, I'd have same. been real mad. <laughs> Every time I get my little sister for Secret Santa, I always do some elaborate. Like unwrapping, so I'll put like six boxes together and make her unwrap each one, or one make her work I for emptied it. Emptied out my junk drawer and just threw it in a bag, and there's like a gift card hidden in there for her. <laughs> like, fuck yeah! I always fuck with her. She had to get a tetanus shot yeah. from the rusty screw. She wants this year. I got her again. She wants uh just money for a tattoo, so I'm just gonna get her a bunch of rolls and nickels. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the best. Like, what is in this? Why is it so heavy? Get the box of nickels. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's because I gave you forty dollars in nickels. There you go. That's what you wanted. That's pretty great. Put it in your piggy bank. We uh we did a theme one year um for Secret Santa and the family, and it was it had to start with the letter J, and so what my plan was um I had just buzzed my hair for the first time in a while, so it was like six eight inches of hair, mm-hmm. and so I was gonna give someone a jar of hair. I ended up, you know, being a little nice, and I got them a Justin Bieber CD instead. <laughs> I'd probably Jeez. rather. I would take the hair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, we got some other stuff we can chat about. Just things that Daryl had a whole list of things that he yeah, could he think of to, to chat about. What can I say? I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so why don't you tell me about the time that TJ Miller was your wingman? Oh, mm-hmm. really good story. I mean, it could be better if it would have panned out. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I met this chick on Bumble, very attractive chick. We didn't really click a whole lot on the date, but we were at uh, Pitch Pizza, which is right over in Village Point, and we were, just got our food delivered. And then in walks fucking TJ Miller, and I'm like, oh, he's doing a show where I work tonight. That's wild. And, uh... She was like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And then Colleen walked in. And I said hi, gave her a hug. I, I didn't approach TJ Miller because it's like, I don't, you know, dude's in public just trying to get a fucking meal. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. see him later in the weekend. So, yeah. like, you know, let him do his thing. Uh, but I say hi to Colleen and then she goes and sits with him. Five minutes later, TJ Miller walks up. He's like, Daryl, it's so good to see you, man. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, he fucking, he laid it on thick. That's awesome. That's so and then he bought us a round and it was just great. Um, but, uh, she didn't really know who he was. Oh, that's like, like, it's one thing if it was a comedian, that's just a comedian, but TJ Miller has like such a huge following. I mean, like you said, you guys didn't click. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But overall it was, it wasn't a bad date, nothing. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he fucking really pulled it out there for me. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. He's, yeah. shit. he's such a nice dude. Like, he really is. So, yeah. so chill. And his wife, Kate, she's just so awesome. She's oh, a sweetie. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I think I said it on the podcast, but uh, we were talking about this. We got into this huge discuss- discussion between Kate and TJ and myself, and I forget who else was over there, but we were talking about mushrooms. 
like mm-hmm. how they grow. There's this like yeah. uh, special out there on TV, like uh, Mr. Fungi or something like that, or Magic okay. Fungi. Yeah, I think I've heard mm-hmm. of that. And it's all about mushrooms and how they have like this super interconnected neural network. Is it and- uh, Paul Stamets? Because that dude went on Rogan. He was on Rogan twice, but he's like the world's leading mycologist. He even uh, was the first one to do studies on its on using uh, psilocybin as treatment for depression and yeah, PTSD. Yeah. Like he's the like reason the that those yeah, and stuff he's the like reason that. that those studies happen. Yeah. I don't know if that it, that might be the guy who did it. I don't remember. I, they were telling me he looked like a look. wizard, wore a hat, made a mushroom. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, <laughs> I mean, if you're if that's your study, that's probably what you yeah, yeah. look like. <laughs> <laughs> look like the fucking dude from Lord of the Rings, Radagast, just out For in the real. woods in a little hut, fucking covered in <laughs> animals and shit. Yeah, uh, no, they they just told me about it, and we got into this like real deep conversation about it, and they were super stoked to tell anybody about yeah. it. I guess it used to be on it was either Netflix or Amazon, but now you just have to go to their website to get it. That's cool. Um, and it's like maybe ten bucks or something. Oh, so I'll dig into that for sure. That's oh, yeah. something that I I definitely have still wanted to watch, but uh, haven't yet. I know there's a forest out there they did a study on, and they found out that all of the trees in this forest all communicate with each other. Like, their root systems are so old, and they've been together so long that, like, if something bad starts to happen on one side of the forest, by the time it gets to the other side, it's adjusted for whatever is incoming. Yeah. Because they all communicate with each other throughout this entire forest. I think that might also be related to the mushrooms, because the mushrooms... yeah, like they feed on the dying to, roots and yeah. whatnot, and so the mushrooms are just as big. I think I think that dude Paul Stamets said that there's a patch of mushrooms that is technically like the world's largest living organism. Whoa. Like it's it's fucking nuts. It's super because cool. they're it's, all uh, interconnected. Yeah, and, yeah. and that uh, when they sprawl, um, it's just like a giant neural network where it's feeding yeah. on whatever, and it. In real time, its RNA develops immunity to whatever it's consuming, so it can consume mm-hmm. fucking everything. But then also, I read that coral reefs do the same thing. Yeah. So, like, on one side of the planet, if that coral reef is being affected by something, the other fucking 4,000 yeah. miles away. They found that shit in, like, rats, too, haven't they? Like, if they do a study oh, with yeah. a rat on one side of the world, somehow rats on the other side of the world... Can, like, yeah, like with mazes. Learn it with mazes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they can figure like a, it out faster if one has a connected done it consciousness. Yeah, that's fucking trippy. It yeah, we trippy. we go down a rabbit hole on that yeah, one, boys. We can. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, tell us about the time a lady had a stroke on the patio. I wasn't Holy there for shit. that. Holy shit! No, I don't think I was either. No, it was all right. So our old door guy Ryan, uh, me and him were having a cigarette on the patio, and this older woman, probably in her seventies or could be eighties, she wasn't like decrepit or anything like fairly spry um but she came out and i think she was just coming out for air or something and we thought she might have been drunk just because you know it's the comedy club people get drunk they have a good time but uh she came up to us like real slow like and she said do you do you and then she started to tip over and me and ryan caught her and then we were like holy shit what is happening and then i run in i grab colleen and we're like we're not sure what's happening, but this lady might be having a stroke. So she comes out and she's like, okay, you go find her table. And it's like, oh shit, how do I do that? Because this lady came out alone. I didn't see yeah. where she got up from. We were just out here when she fell over. And the family were like, oh no, she's probably just drunk. And me and Ryan who saw it happen are like, no, yeah, th- this, this isn't is drunk. Yeah. This isn't drunk. This is something serious. So and they were like, no, don't call an ambulance. Don't call an ambulance. Uh, but we had to, um, which that may or may not have probably saved her life. Um, oh damn yeah 
Jesus. So did you guys find out she was having a stroke? It was for sure a stroke. Yeah. God damn. Which another thing, which is interesting about psilocybin, is that it is it triggers a process that Paul Stamets coined as neurogenesis when you reinforce your existing neural connections as well as establish new ones. So he thinks it may also prevent strokes and dementia as well as nice. other neurodegenerative diseases. That's uh, that's interesting to know because Alzheimer's runs in my family. Strokes. And they say it skips a generation. And <laughs> yeah, my, uh, what about you, Andres? So what runs in your family besides being Mexican? Um, Across the border. Huh. <laughs> Us. Man. You're all about to get candle up to this episode. Thanks <laughs> 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 for to be your guy, just me by myself. Everyone's fucking candle. Um, high blood pressure, uh, I think diabetes. Uh, being Mexican, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was. There was one night. I'm pretty sure a guy thought he was having a heart attack. I don't think he actually did, but he came out of the showroom and he was holding his chest and he said it, it felt tight. So we had to run into the office and grab him a wheelie chair and we wheeled him out and called an ambulance. I remember that. I yeah, think I, I was there that night. I don't think it was an actual heart attack. The guy was okay. He was coherent. It, like he kind of dropped out of it for a second, and everybody was panicking but by the time the ambulance actually showed up he was more coherent was able to answer questions i've had that happen when i worked at uh when i was managing for red lobster we had a guy i would assume he had a heart attack but he was so big there was no way to tell but he's just sweaty and clammy and you know he ended up on the floor and yeah not at at his table and then was super combative and it it was either a, a combination of diabetic blood sugar emergency and or heart attack or a combination of all of them because it was during an endless shrimp, you know, feeding frenzy. All oh, those shrimp could have given himself iodine poisoning. I don't know. I mean, he yeah. ate a lot. One time when I was at Pepper Jack's, um, we had a customer in the lobby who was epileptic and someone pulled up in their car and the the sunlight bounced off of their windshield and like hit this person in the eye and they just dropped into a seizure in the middle of our Jesus. Oh yeah. man. What are the odds of that? Like, that's just like, yeah, the, the, the family <laughs> they were with was just like, Oh, they're good. Like we just, we're going to lay them down. We're going to make sure they're not going to choke on their tongue. We got this happens. It's Jesus. all cool about it. It's, it's weird because you think that they're being careless, but it's like, no, no. they know what, yeah, we know, they know what, what we're the doing. Is. They're yeah. calm. They know what's up. Like yeah. we, we all panicked. I think I was like 19. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my God. It's only mildly traumatic. Yeah. And they were just like, dude, we're good. You can go now. We got this. Someone's uh, dying. Okay. Someone's dying. <laughs> I trust you, I guess. Yeah. that That's one, one perk of working on an ambulance when I was younger is there's a lot of things that I'm used to that, you know, most people aren't, but there are still things that will throw me for a loop every once in a while. You know, you don't yeah. see them for a long time. But I don't think since I've been there, I haven't seen anything crazy except for just drunk people. I yeah, mean, just drunk yeah. people doing drunk people. Drunk people typical. Usually, what it is. Yeah. Uh, I had like a. I think back in January, um, I go. I guess some girl had like some massive like panic attack and like she had to help out of the showroom. I think it was during the P. Lee show because I come mm-hmm. back and uh, it was a uh, yeah. I come back like I think we were throwing away trash. I can't remember who was working that night. And Colleen come up comes up to me. And she's like, "Oh, she's fine." She's had a massive panic attack. She's good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. I was throwing away trash when this happened. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, awesome. I'm like, what the fuck happened now? It's talked to like one of the servers, like, yeah, some girl had like a massive panic attack. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't know. Colin just 
came and told me this. Like, I knew what the fuck was going on. I just nodded my head. Yep. All right. Was she in the red rolly chair? I I don't remember. She might have been. I just remember it was in January, Pete Lee show, and that's it. I was throwing away trash. I've just I, apparently we've put a lot more people in that red rolly chair than I can. Yeah, I know. Now I'm starting yeah. to think like we're, Scott, you were there for Steve-O weekend. Oh, no, I wasn't there. You weren't there for that. There for that? Oh, yeah. So Steve-O's show, um, he has all of these clips. So basically, like he'll do a jackass type stunt, not quite as extreme, but then he'll mm. yeah, some mm. of them are pretty hardcore. Um, <laughs> so he'll show the video on the screen and then talk about it, tell a story. And one of the videos that he showed was him getting a vasectomy. And it was a normal thing that men would pass out during this. So oh, his road manager, while this happened, like would get up in people's faces and start interviewing them on his phone. So that way for his special, he could have all of these clips of people who had just passed out at his show because of the vasectomy. That was another and red chair had, moment. Yeah, we had, I think... <laughs> Two guys that yeah. total weekend who pat just passed out, dropped on the floor, and we'd have to gra- go grab the office chair and put them on it and wheel them outside. And while we're like wheeling them out of the showroom, their manager's like, "So what made you pass out? Like, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay that I'm videotaping you right now?" Well, no, and it became such a consistent thing to happen that Steve-O yeah. would preface it with like, "If you're if you're gonna feel woozy." Don't get up and go to the bathroom because if you do that, you're gonna fall on tile and then you might have fucking brain damage. Because yeah. it's your just let you're it just happen. yeah, let it happen here. Stay seated. We can take care of you here better, and you're you know you're not gonna fucking crack your head open. Yeah, and then I'm gonna get a video of you. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> all confused, not sure what's going on. Your likeness. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Steve was awesome. a good guy too. He is such a sweetheart. I think I talked to him for like ten minutes just out in the hallway after he did merch. He's just such a nice guy. Yeah, I love his. I actually really do like his podcast too. Yeah, I yeah, recently watched uh, the one he had Ryan Sheckler on. That was oh, a really nice. good one. Fuck man, that, that hit was, home because oh, yeah. like when I was a skater, like Ryan's one or two. We're about the same age yeah, basically. Yeah. But it was like when we were thirteen, I was so fucking jealous of that kid. Oh, everybody yeah, was, dude. I'm like, I'm a little bit older, and I was jealous all-star. of him. Yeah, like, but kid. kid earned every fucking medal. He deserves oh, all yeah. the credit he gets. But it's like it was cool to hear him be like so humble. Yeah, like not be a cocky little yeah. bitch. <laughs> I'm still more Team Nija than I am Ryan Sheckler. I can't compare the two, man. They're just both. I, they're both than so me. good. Oh yeah, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. And see, for me, I couldn't skate. I'm too big and fucking. I just never could. I don't have that coordination no nah, dude you could have you could have i had a buddy in middle school who you remember joe yeah uh well he was like six one when we were 12 just yeah. a big dude jesus always he could do giant. it yeah see i never could I, I never could could dial it in but i could ride bikes so i always did the bmx thing so when all my friends were off BMX skating i was on a fucking bike and going off of oh you're you know, that dude that we hated at the skate park <laughs> yeah but i wouldn't go to skate parks we had we had this awesome uh it was like a uh parkway where you could walk through and we had built ramps and stuff out in the dirt and i mean we had our own little area we stayed away from the skate park where was that at respect (laughs) it was uh it was in lower paxton no it was in paxton it was in paxton pennsylvania right outside of harrisburg where i'm from (laughs) oh my god yeah that, that those the, the crazy shit used to happen back there too, though. Yeah, I remember one time I had gotten this bike. I wanted a BMX bike, and my mom didn't want to buy me a real expensive one. So they had this like 
somewhat cheap generic brand called Royce Union. And the first jump, I take it off a jump. It's probably like five feet high. So, I mean, it wasn't like a crazy jump, but hit the jump, come down, land, perfectly fine, no problem. I, it was like a probably 30 feet to the next jump. I hit the next jump. I pull my handlebars up like you do when you hit a jump. And uh, the handlebars came all the way out, and uh, it had broke the fork in the you middle of the neck. Yeah. Fork. <laughs> yes. Jesus. So I pull up, and the handlebars come out, and the front wheel fell underneath the bike. <laughs> <laughs> and so I landed like that, fucking smashed my nuts, was in a ton of pain, super mad. We take it back to the bike shop, and then I talk my mom into buying me a real bike. So then nice. she buys no me a Huffy for Scott. No, no, that, I was <laughs> destroyed. Uh, oh, dude, one time uh, I had this bike, and uh, I was coming home, coming down the hill, and I didn't know this until it happened, until after it happened, but my brakes cut out, and so I couldn't stop, and so I went straight into my garage door, which has a brick wall <laughs> next to it. Uh, the worst. I smashed into it, and I go inside, and my mom's like, what happened to you? I was like, oh, my brakes don't work anymore. She's like, oh, yeah, I kind of backed over your bike. <laughs> didn't tell me about it. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I got jumped at a skate park one time. I think I was like 13. We were in South Sioux City, and we spent like the whole day trying to find weed, and we couldn't. So we ended up just like hanging out at the skate park. We're waiting for this guy to get back to us on whether or not we're going to get weed or not. And I guess there was this group of teenagers that would do this regularly. They would pull up to the skate park, and they would yell at everybody to put their hands up. And if you put your hands up, they would steal your shit because you're vulnerable at that point mm. oh, there was this, this random fucking guy that we were with who knew these meth heads that pulled up and so when he when they pulled up he like started walking up to him and he was like what's up and he realized they were fucked up and so he punched one of them in the face <laughs> and the guy just walked straight through him just got hit in the face and didn't fucking care just walked right through him so me and my brother mark are meth will do that <laughs> walking back yeah. to our car and we just have our hands up we're like whatever our other friend Alex just like rode his skate park, skateboard off to the other side of the park where there was this other kid who's like, just fucking just ignore them. Keep your hands down, skate around, they'll go away. So Mark and I are walking back with our hands up. They steal Mark's skateboard, take it, hit me in the back of the head with the trucks. Oh, and we're just like, what the fuck, man? And then we just get in the car and we left. Like, that was it. Jesus. Like, super cool. Fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, I had a, we had people rob us back there once at gunpoint. And stole Damn. a kid's bike. It was the same day. No, here's what's fucked up. It was the same day that I broke my bike. Like, I couldn't ride <laughs> away. I couldn't go it. anywhere. And they stole my buddy's bike. And then the cops came because somebody obviously had a cell phone called the cops. And then they had us get in the back of the cop car. They and have then cell phones in Pennsylvania? Yeah, they did. <laughs> then they drive us around trying to find this kid because it was a kid riding a bike. And uh, so the cops driving us around. Well, one of my mom's friends sees me and one of my buddies in the back oh, of a shit. cop car. Calls my mom and says that we got arrested. <laughs> Dude, it turned into a whole ordeal, all because I broke my bike and my buddy's bike got stolen. Yeah, it was. Jesus. Yeah, I, I saw some gnarly injuries with that shit though. Like, oh, you know, at, at skate parks you see a lot of like broken wrists and broken mm -hmm. legs. Oh, dude, but that's what makes biking so much more dangerous because oh, you got dude. like a twenty to forty pound thing of metal with wheels under you. Yeah, and this now kid, imagine like motocross. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's way worse. But like this kid. So we, we had like this little rhythm section kind of set up where it was like jump after jump after jump. Get a and flow. Yeah, you get a good flow. And you, you could do some pretty cool tricks if you tried. Yeah. And he tried and didn't do any cool tricks <laughs> except for 
ripping his nutsack open oh, on shit. one of his uh, pegs. Oh. On his peg? Yes. I was expecting seat. No. Dude. He went to do like a, a tabletop, so he turned the bike sideways, and then he panicked, so he threw the bike down and then proceeded to land on it like ass first, and it oh. literally caught one of his balls and like ripped it through the peg. Like, uh, they were back in, boys. Yeah, they were. Uh. They were like. <laughs> he was freaking out, and he pulled his. I mean, like in front of everybody, of course, because yeah. he's like freaking yeah. out, and you could see there was blood on his shorts from the oh, inside. He fuck. pulled his shorts down, and his fucking nuts were just hanging out of the sack, Ugh. both of them. Uh, yeah, that's something I never recovered from. No. I still like ugh, gives me chills to this day to think. I'm not going to recover. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty fucking brutal. Not something I recommend. Fuck no. Shout out to one cool rollerblader. I saw him do a backflip in the uh, from the little bowl to the big bowl at Robert's skate park here. Damn. Oh damn. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> he worked at Skate Days too. Oh. So, like, that was his thing. Yeah. <laughs> Four-wheeled uh, yeah. <laughs> transport. Walking is for losers. Yeah. <laughs> Speed racer. Yeah. Probably waves Heelys everywhere he goes now. <laughs> oh, God. How about those things? That those, You know what? I have more respect for people who wore those than, uh, I don't know if you guys remember them, but they had those shoes. The soap shoes. The soaps. Yeah. For fucking freestyle walking. They yep. had like that, <laughs> I remember that, that. wax yeah. fucking plate on them so you could grind on, on curbs for no yep. reason. <laughs> yeah. Throwing it back dumb. a little old school on this. <laughs> I forgot those existed. Jinko jeans and grinding with your shoes. Yep. Chain, chain wallet. <laughs> chain, chain wallet. Chain wallet. Too, yeah. Jinko jeans. <laughs> did look like you were wearing a giant skirt. Like every time you walked, your your pants didn't move, so it looked like you were wearing a dress. Confession. I had a chain wallet and Jinko jeans. Oh, so did I. Okay, cool. I never yeah. had a chain wallet. but Guys, I'm not surprised that you did. Oh, of course I did. Like, I also. Like I, I definitely picture it right now on my head. It's, oh, yeah, I've, like, I've probably got pictures somewhere. Did you grow up wearing dickies? <laughs> <laughs> Did you grow wear up wearing dickies? dickies? No, I wear them now, though. I wear the shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to wear dickies. Yeah, I had, uh, I, I even had those fucking, they remind me of like the swishy pants uh, now, but they had the straps all over them, like the rave pants. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, and they tied down at the fucking ankles so you could tie them tight. Did you have the ones that zipped off too at the knee? Uh, no, mine didn't have the knee zip off, Ooh. but. I knew, I knew a lot of pants, people who yeah. had those. I had zip-off pants. I had a couple pairs of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were uh, tan khaki. Then I had some that were like this powder blue. Oh, dude, very very had, odd colors for that style. Mine were like construction cone orange. Like, <laughs> they, and they had, they had the reflective stripes <laughs> oh, on the God. fucking the straps. Dude, it was... God, teenage years were really bad. The blunder years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You have no fucking clue what you're doing. You're just trying nope. every style out to see what fits. For real. You just throw something against a wall, whatever sticks. That's what I'm wearing today. <laughs> sometimes it worked, and sometimes it was real bad. Well, when it sticks to the wall, you got to wash it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> or the noodles are done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what do you guys uh, got planned for the upcoming holiday? You guys have anything cool going on? Not really. I don't. My dad is supposed to be coming this week, but my grandpa has COVID now, so we can't go there. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen. We can't. I haven't figured that out. It's supposed to happen this week, though. So I don't know. Other than that, I have no idea what my plans are. 
just kind of winging it. Probably Christmas Eve with my mom. Yeah, I don't know. We usually have, like, because I've got five fucking sisters, we usually have at least yeah. three of them over, plus their kids, so it's a house full, but that's definitely not happening this year. Um, we ended up actually getting, like, a small tabletop tree for this year. Nice. Instead of, you know, because yeah. what the fuck are we going to put under it? Nobody's going to be here. Right. But uh, it turned out nice, and, like, usually we get, like, the whole eight-foot real tree. Started doing that a few years ago, and I fell in love with it because it makes the house smell good. It looks better. Yeah. Like, now... We didn't do that until then. Like, my whole life growing up, we always had the artificial tree. Yeah. So, like, just having that experience, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Uh, we, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> Besides, you know, the the podcast. We'll do our Christmas edition of the podcast, which I'm sure you guys will be on. Hell, yeah. Uh, and then. So down. Yeah. I'll be seeing my kids at some point, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, going over there and saying hi to them and dropping off their Christmas presents. But other than that. What about you, Mr. Andres? A little Feliz Navidad? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I might go over to my parents and supposedly my mom's going to make tamales, which I hope she does. And then I'm going to eat them and send pictures to you guys and be like, ah, fuck you. You don't get tamales. <laughs> Especially you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you'll have something to open, dude. I'm telling you, that's the best. Jesus I really, Christ, you're getting canceled. I really, <laughs> I really, you know what? I'm, I'm really craving tamales too. I really yeah, am. So good. I really am. Yep, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely shoving your face like, oh, look what I'm eating, Cheeto King. <laughs> Listen, I know there's a lot of animosity. Hey, they, they make hot Cheetos too. I know. <laughs> Probably chili lime. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know there's chili a lot of animosity tamales, yeah. about the fucking Cheetos, but. There is no asterisk. Oh, there is. Um, no, I have my um, You definitely started it around Thanksgiving episode with your comments and keep staring at me during the podcast like you wanted to throw down. I Listen, didn't care for I it. Know, I know your um, Cheeto jealousy is blinding you, but. I Look, there is no Cheeto jealousy. I'm the, one no that, up, I'm the one that created this fucking thing, all right? I'm the Cheeto king. I'm the one that created it. Yeah, but how many did you get? Yeah, that's what. <laughs> hey, I got more than you, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, no, really? What were you nine? Ten? Yeah, nine. Nine. I think okay. I think I get ten. I think I, I get ten. Six. I can. You know, if you can get ten, you I'll get eleven. How's that sound? If, yeah, well, and I'm sitting at eight, bucks, so I, I got I got I got to practice. 16. I'm I'm calling you out. Since you're the originator, fine. And uh, on on the next time we're doing this, the uh, Christmas episode, we will have a Cheeto off. We're gonna have a Cheeto Ready? throwdown. Let's do this. Cheeto throwdown. You know, should I should I uh, try to up the ante and go for like seventeen? Uh, Jesus, here we go. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> should I should I try to uh, blow my record out of the water? I want to get to a point where everyone's just like, "Fuck it, I don't even want to try anymore." Well, then, what are you gonna do for new guests? Oh, we're still going to make, make them, them do try. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still going to do it, but I just want to be I want to be that level where I am unbeatable. I think 15's a good number. 15's solid. Yeah. But Dude, I, it was a it was a surprise 15. Yeah, you I thought, thought you only had 14. I thought I only had 14, and then there was one back there that was like half melted. It was really gross. Dude, and yeah, halfway down your throat. Because you don't have a gag reflex. Yeah, we know. We know. I, I do have to say props. Your 15 had less hanging halfway out than Daisy's 7. Yeah. <laughs> I was, that? Being, see, I, was, I was being generous. I told you I'm, I'm trying to be 
more inclusive and accepting of people in their Cheeto challenge. I'm not trying to – I mean, if Tyler Walsh is right, if anybody gets close to 15, I will be hawking them the yeah. whole time. But well, I believe it. What did he say last time? I thought Scott was going to kick me out of a house that isn't his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would have, that motherfucker. I told him that too. Oh. You guys have anything else you want to chat about? Anything fun or exciting coming up? Well, I remember uh, Daisy was very unimpressed with me having some qu- questions oh, for you guys. Yeah, she yeah. didn't. So, she didn't send me anything for you, so. Oh, so I got all pumped up for nothing. She told me I got stories too, asshole. Have fun next week. Oh yeah, oh. and she didn't give you anything. She didn't give me anything. Wow, and you're you're my manager. How am I supposed to respect you, Daisy? <laughs> just kidding don't fire me it was it was so funny though uh, when when we started bringing those things up you could just see it in her face she was like mother <laughs> she didn't say it in so many words but that's exactly what she was thinking yeah sometimes the uh the facial expressions body language says oh, yeah, more than said it all so i'm gonna fucking kill daryl <laughs> surprised she didn't pull a gun on me yeah, oh, yeah, for a real. shotgun <laughs> all right well this episode's been fun you guys uh Visit us at Door Guys Pod on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We've got some videos rolling out. The quality is going to get better here over time. We're just kind of playing around with it for right now. Uh, also, email us, doorguyspod at yahoo.com. I do have a thing on our Facebook page. You can click directly to email us if you want to email us. Um, and email us with anything. If you do the Cheeto Challenge and uh, you want to send us your video, if you want to you know, have suggestions for the show, whatever, that's just the easiest way to get a hold of us. Thank you, Andres, for joining us by phone. Uh, since you're trying yes, to quarantine you, you. and stay safe, uh, we appreciate that. We'll make sure we get you some uh, Corona and limes to uh, <laughs> take care of that. Lucky for you, they have no taste. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, another thank you for uh, Billy and Daryl for joining me today. Yeah. And Fuck yeah. Davis for having us. Absence. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do have a dope ass song to take us out to, and, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Well, if my fucking iPad would turn back on. What the fuck? Davis. <laughs> 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 later guys. Stay low and up from the mountain.